0: Life's a little sweeter here on Dazed and Infused.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Dazed and Infused. I'm Latham Woodward, your host as always. Today, we're pleased and privileged to have the team from Colexo, the CEO, Brandon Andrew, and the COO, Ken Pelletier, with us. Guys, welcome to the show. Thank Thank you you so much for having us. This is uh, great. Well, it's uh, super nice to have you here. And it's also super nice to have two people from a company that has Integrity and does a really great product. I am sitting here currently enjoying your Cucumber Citron and your Citrus Rose, or is it Rosé? I could, I didn't see the little accent on there.
2: No, no accent. C- citrus Rose. I like
1: it. Well, yeah. they're both delicious. And I have to say, um, this isn't just sales talk here. They have a very interesting flavor, like, like a non-alcoholic spritzer, And uh, like an alcohol drink with um, almost a taste of yeast a bit in it, but they're both delicious. So congrats to you both on that. Thank you so much. I mean, you really did your job well. So we always start the show um, with a very simple question because it's about cannabis. It's about eating and drinking and smoking cannabis. What's your historical connection to cannabis? Let's start with you, Brandon. Brandon.
3: Um, I, I've, I've got a, I've got a weird past in the sense that, uh, I come from a family that has been, uh, smoking, uh, growing and selling cannabis, uh, at least since the seventies. Um, and I didn't try it my first time till I was 34. Um, yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. My, my family has a very complicated, uh, Relationship with other drug problems, but it was always shrouded under it being cannabis. So, uh, uh, yeah, I was really, really stigmatized by having to go into see family members in jail, um, and also see really abusive activity and assuming it was weed related. And and then not until trying at 34 did I realize I'd suffered from anxiety disorder my whole life, and it was my family's way of actually managing their anxiety without less necessarily knowing it or articulating it. Um, and so when I tried it, I recognized what it was for everyone else in my life. Mm-hmm. And that I'd been kind of hit by the stigma on a really intimate level. Uh, and so I really wanted to create a drink that allowed
1: us to kind of break through that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a great that's answer. and Quite different from most people's experience. Um, at 34, you are probably the latest bloomer, and latest bloomer I've had on the show. And uh, Ken, what's your historical reference or relationship to cannabis?
2: Yeah, I had a, I have a slightly different relationship. Uh, cannabis was always discouraged in my family. I grew up in a religious background, and mm-hmm. it wasn't until I was 28 years old and was on a vacation in Nepal with some friends, and we we were able to get a hold of a little bit of hash and, and, you know, under the guidance of some friends, uh, uh ingested way too much <laughs> my first time and actually had a pretty, uh, uh, pretty tough experience. But then I got to try it a couple more times back when I was in Los Angeles and got to really love the, the, um, the local shops near my house that were doing medical marijuana in Los Angeles and just found a whole community of people who were, not just interested in cannabis as a, uh, quote, quote, a drug, uh, but as a, as like a, as like a healing plant that they had intimate relationships with. And, and I, I got really attached and interested in it then.
1: And you grew up in, uh, I, I see in your bio, you grew up in Nigeria.
2: Yes, absolutely. My parents were missionaries and from 10 to 10 to 18, I lived in Nigeria. Wow. Well, yeah. that's cool. It was uh, uh, lovely.
1: So let's let's talk about, um, uh, it's on your website, but let's hear it from you too. The origin story, it all happened around uh, a dinner party. Is that right? Yeah.
3: Uh, yeah. So I've known Ken for a really long time uh, because one of my best friends is his wife. Uh, and I would just like <laughs> always looked at Ken as like the cute straight husband to one of my homegirls. And so I became very, I was very close with um, this, Ken's wife, Maritza. I've been close with her for, I don't know, eight, nine years. And uh, we'd always been around each other and he would come to my parties and uh, tell everybody the virtues of cannabis. And I was a hardcore drinker and I had to stop drinking. And uh, once I discovered weed, I was like, oh, I don't have to drink anymore. I can still like manage my anxiety without using alcohol. Um, and so I was at Ken's house visiting with his in-laws who are like adorable old Colombian folks in their 70s who just are the, the best people to shoot the shit with. Yeah. Um, but to manage my anxiety, I needed to have a little bit of weed. And I I was like, I I can't have an edible because I don't know when it's going to hit me. Um and you can't, can't smoke up
2: in front of him. I can't <laughs> smoke in front of
3: your in-laws. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know what to do. And he's like, Oh, I have I have a t-shirt that I made from because he he grows on his roof. I don't tell the world that. Um, <laughs> and uh he was like, You just put it on your tongue, it's gonna burn for a second, but you'll feel better. And I was like, ah, oh, okay, can I <laughs> can I put some some lime juice and some ginger ale? And I just started I, I bartended my way through art school and so uh, I, I figured out how to like make it not taste bad mm-hmm. um, and so we started sipping this as we are talking to Ken's uh, in-laws and uh, we looked at each other and it was just like holy shit like this is amazing how is this yeah. not like I gotta be able to go buy this so we the next day I just started calling all of the dispensaries in LA yeah. and everyone's like, oh yeah, we have can, uh, can of Quencher, which I love can of Quencher, but there wasn't anything that was like something I could regularly consume. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of this like crazy moment for Ken and I where we're like, this doesn't exist. Like, how is that not the case? And so yeah, I, yeah.
2: we started asking questions. Yeah, very, very rarely do things not exist in, in the market. And it was just such a cool opportunity to try something. Well, out of necessity
1: comes in innovation, right? And you guys did. Sure. Well, I, I did. I do have to commend you because it is delicious. And right now, I'm having a sip of the cucumber citron.
2: Yes,
1: so great. It just reminds me of summer. You know, it reminds yeah. me of summer. It reminds me of the beach. It reminds me of nice times and cocktails and a warm breeze. It's a uh, very effective. So that's great. Hey, that that's intentional. Okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm an I'm an artist by trade. Everything we did by this was to just was to give you that feeling, and you are not the first person to say that that was the experience you had. And I'm we're so flattered and we're so honored because it means that what we're trying
1: to communicate to you, it's succeeding. Yeah, and I have to say, this is not my first cannabis drink, uh, not my first rodeo, as they like to say, and uh, this is the best rodeo I've ridden in so far. Oh wow. There's a lot of bad ones, I I have to say. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And uh, Brandon, what did you do? Or uh, or Ken, what did you do before uh, you took off with this? Were you... um,
2: Well, I I went uh, straight from high school into design school at University of Tennessee, Knoxville, and spent uh, a lot of time kind of bolstering like some design sensibilities that I had and Mm -hmm. crafting it into a career in motion graphic design. So I spent okay. the last uh oh man, almost almost 15, 16 years now in LA working at various companies, uh, their post-production studios doing high-end motion design for clients from you know Apple to Ford and and everybody in between.
1: Okay. Is that do you do the website by the way?
2: Uh, we participated in, in in some of it, but we had a very lovely crew, um, a company called Better Good, who mm-hmm. helped us with the with the actual design. and well, uh, it's, very, it's fluid. It looks good. Thank you so much. We, we they're so enjoy it.
1: They're way better than good. Way better than good. <laughs> cool. Well, we're going to go into the first break, guys, believe it or not. Um, and when we get back, we're going to talk about the formulation, how long it took to get there. Not the recipe, obviously, but... Just the challenges, you know, and we're all in this together. My business, your business, it's tough at times. So we'll be back with Ken and Brandon in about two minutes. And this is Latham Woodward on Dazed and Infused.
0: We'll be back to crave your sweet tooth with more Dazed and Infused right after this. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee.
4: Garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. Plant
2: Profits.
4: I'm Vern Davis and I'd like to introduce you to some of the most forward thinking executives and companies in the cannabis industry. We call them the Plant Profits. Each week on Plant Profits, we talk to the people at the forefront of the industry, creating real companies and career opportunities. We'll learn from the people leading the charge into the promised land of profit. Plant Profits is powered by Protis Global, people solutions firm that has been building companies, changing lives since 1995. P-R-O-T-I-S global.com, Produce Global. Find Plant Profits now at CannabisRadio.com or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: How sweet it is. Dazed and Infused is back only on CannabisRadio.com.
1: Welcome back to Dazed and Infused. I'm Latham Woodward, your host. Today, we're with the Calexo team. Not all of them, but we've got Brandon and Ken here. We're missing uh, Ian or Ian and Aiko and... Um, we're getting into some really cool stuff. They make a delicious drink that I advise everyone out there to go and get at a dispensary near you. How did uh, the formulation come to pass and how long did it take you guys? And how, how long did it take you to come up with the formulation?
3: Well, the way we started with formulation was thinking uh, more about uh, the experience that we wanted you to have. Um, and we saw the cannabis beverage space as replicating other formats that are already in existence. And we saw this as an opportunity to kind of give weed its own beverage space as a Mm -hmm. style of drinking, which can't really be pinned down toward any sort of type of drink. It's kind of using all the technologies that are available to just create a new style and, uh, and show that cannabis is actually a really awesome, beautiful plant, Mm -hmm. um, and make it more accessible. And so we wanted to make sure that the drinks we created were things that you could consume lightly and often without compromising your body. Um, and so we worked really closely with our flavorists to find a place where the flavor of the cannabis and the flavor of the botanical elements could really come together and create a new flavor with these other more foundational flavors
1: of lemon and cucumber and ginger. Okay, so for like the aspirational people out there who are listening, they're like, I'm going to get into cannabis and I'm going to make this product. How long did it take you? I mean, in my case for Shuggies, it took over two years to get to where we'd use it.
2: Well, we started this all from that foundational aha dinner party uh all the way back in 2018. Uh I think November. It was Thanksgiving, November 2018. It was like Thanksgiving. So so we're right about at a year and a half.
1: Okay. So that's a pretty typical R and D arc there. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's people are sometimes thinking these things take a week, you know. And it's like, ah, I'm I found it, Eureka but that's right. just not where it happens, right? It just, it takes a while. It takes a lot of taste testing and it takes right. a lot of trial and error. So yeah. you're in a big group with the rest of us. Um, as far as, you know, California market here, we're all in this wonderful market together. What's your What's your biggest challenges right now in the market? Is it, uh, I don't think it's going to be consumers because you got a good tasting product. It presents well. Uh, how How is it with dispensaries in relationship with dispensaries?
2: So far, we've had a very good relationship with our dispensary partners. The, the We started off um, with a very focused launch just to sort of suss out some of these problems that you're talking about. Consumer packaged goods aside, um, which are very complicated by themselves, adding cannabis, which has this um, s- sort of um, really amazing sort of OG attitude of of, you know, Either just just keep trying, keep like uh, 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 like trying to find ways to make things connect and happen in a really difficult uh, circumstance when it was illegal as a product. Now has become you know the methodology for oh I will just fix this problem my way, the cannabis way. But a lot of times, because we packaged goods, has already solved some of these problems, and cannabis. Is is better served by integrating with some of those those things, and those are some of the things that I see um, going
1: forward. Is, I think that's a that's a good point you just made up the integration mm-hmm. of the the known world with the unknown world, meaning the canvas right. world, is super important because people don't always get that. Especially on the mm-hmm. dispensary side, sometimes you just get this attitude of like, oh, it has to be this way. Well, right.
2: Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah, and I want to—it's—and I want to say it in a polite way because I think that it's important yeah. to know that everybody's really trying hard. That is true. But but it, it but but it, it goes to show you that, like you said, the development takes a very long time. These things don't turn on a dime, and especially in the in this COVID moment, you know, our supply chains are are definitely, you know, an interesting test of stability and patience. I was on the phone all day today about
1: that <laughs> very issue. <laughs> Who's um? Who's your prime demographic? Would you say? Do you have any? I mean, or is it a wide span like my demographic?
3: Uh, I we we tried to make this for everybody who is over twenty one. Um, uh, I we came at this thinking really a lot about our livers and how to protect our livers. Um, and so we really want this to reach as many people as possible. The constraints of uh taxes on manufacturing and just getting this to exist is such an expensive task that when we walk into the market we had to build a product for an audience who could afford a 20 dollars bottle of wine right and I get so it. our audience is people who are looking to step away from alcohol but st- still want to keep drinking recreationally. And even the, it's the experience is nothing like uh, smoking weed or eating an edible or doing a tincture because the formulation process we developed with vertosa is so fly that we're able to lock in a time that you will experience it by, and it's direct access. So because of the way it's infused, it hits your bloodstream And you're feeling it within 15 minutes, which that's the only communication we want you to have in relationship to alcohol is the personal education of an onset time. So that you you can know when you're feeling it and you can drink more, you can drink less. And so people who are coming into this, anyone
1: who wants to learn a new way of getting lifted, that's what Colexos for. Okay, so I'm going to relate a story that I've talked um, about before on this program, and it was when I quit drinking in uh, 2019 and went for almost a year, uh, and I never really went back to full drinking like I was. Um, But for the people out there right now listening who are having troubles with alcohol or just feel that they're drinking too much, these are great alternative things to use, whether it's Colexo, whether it's Shuggy's cocktails made with my drinks, no alcohol. These are alternatives and what they bring to your social life is the ability for you to hang with your boys or your girls and feel like you're part of the, the party, so to speak. All too often when I initially quit up, quit drinking, I felt very left out and it became a big issue for me because of that lifestyle was part of me. So, If you're out there listening right now and you're like, alcohol is not doing me right anymore. It's just not my thing. Try something like Colexo. Try something like a Sugis cocktail that are on our website. These things can help you get back to that place that you liked. And uh, it's a happy place with your your pals out there drinking on a Friday night. We're going to go to our next break here. And when we get back, we're going to have what we call Stony Story. That's where I asked Brandon and Ken to relate to the audience something funny from their past uh cannabis use and it seems to be a favorite and we'll be back in a minute with Colexo.
0: we'll be back to crave your sweet tooth with more dazed and infused right after this
4: the cannabis industry is evolving at a radical pace progressing toward the green peak each week joined Richard Zwicky a cannabis visionary and entrepreneur as he interviews experts from around the globe to discuss updates and evolutions in the world of cannabis. The The Green Green Peak Peak with Richard Zwicky. It's time to hem resent. Only on Cannabis Radio.
0: How sweet it is! Dazed and Infused is back. Only on CannabisRadio.com.
1: Welcome back to Dazed and Infused. I'm Latham Woodward, your host. Back with Brandon and Ken from Colexo, guys. It's time for stony story where you relate to the audience. Something that just will be relatable to people who smoke weed, don't smoke weed, but love these stories. I call it also a Cheech and Chong moment. Shout out to you guys, Cheech and Chong. Anyway, we, we want to lead off, Brandon, or are you going to do a dual story?
3: Uh, I think I think they're, they're, they're separate but equal. Uh, I'll start off, though. and uh, Mine was uh, my, my – so I've had – my first edible experience was a crazy cookie that was, I don't know, the size of a brick. And and uh, my friends and I had gone camping out in Joshua Tree. And I was like, I'll just take a little corner. Just take a little corner. No big deal. Uh, it was like a 500 milligram.
4: <laughs>
3: and so I was dro- drooling and crawling around the campsite uh, with my... Uh, then six-month-old pup um, while there were coyotes howling and hissing at us and I was just like, Huck, I can't save you, man. If they get you, you just got to defend yourself. And then I laid in the tent and, and, and like cried for 20 minutes and then passed out for like 15 hours and woke up to the worst sunburn ever. Oh, jeez.
2: <laughs> All right, next. <laughs> at least you didn't hug a cactus. Okay, my dog, lived. my dog lived yeah, good. F- good. I, I've definitely fallen uh, into that trap of uh, I, I spent a lot of time uh, figuring out how to roll joints very well, and, and I'm pretty proud of it. And, and I spent a long time rolling this one particular joint and, and put it down somewhere, and spent the better part of it uh, probably 45 minutes
1: solid 45 minutes looking for it, only to discover it was tucked. Behind my ear. That is not the first time <laughs> I've heard that
2: one. That's
1: always a good one, though. And you finally see it when you go into the bathroom, right?
2: Yeah, exactly. Or uh, more embarrassing when I went and asked my wife if she had seen it. And she said, Yep, oh. just now. Oh. <laughs> but, yeah, there's a perfect joint behind your ear, honey.
1: Yeah. Communication. And she used <laughs> it as is an key. opportunity for magic. Okay, before we get to the plugs, what's next for Colexo? Any new flavors on the horizon? You're just going to focus on this for a little while and get this thing rolling.
3: Uh, you know, we're really interested in building strong relationships with our communities. And so right now our focus is on just kind of spreading the the joy that we bring and trying to host events virtually uh, to kind of show people what we're all about and, uh, and then grow out a range of drinks in the future that I look forward to a discussion next time where we can tell you more.
1: Right on. What's your, uh, what's your Instagram handle? Uh, Colexo.co. That's also our website. .co, not C-O-M. Got it. .co. Right. .co. And where can people find Calexo? Um In L.A., Northern California, mm-hmm. Southern California?
2: We're currently in um, we're currently in Los Angeles at um, at Sweet Flower in their Melrose location and their downtown Los Angeles Arts District location and, and they I have, do know. They have LA. Si- and they have citywide delivery throughout LA and 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 uh, I believe up to some pretty far-reaching places now um, during the lock-in. Cool. So everybody they're hearing they're that? Right. That's Sweet Flower. hmm yeah. Sweetflower.com.
1: I have to say that I I um, was doing the hazy LA Friday the thirteenth pre COVID party, and um, the guys from Hotline had to spend an extra forty yeah. minutes just going to get their Colexo to drink that night. So it was pretty. Uh, high, pretty I high praise guys. <laughs> Hotline, those
3: that team is absolutely incredible. Uh, absolutely I've incredible. never I've never felt seen more than
1: then Hotline is. Has Love been. it. Well, I'm talking to him right now, too. And we're looking like the same thing. <laughs> so um, you can find ColexO at www. C-A-L-E-X-O dot C-O on the True. internet, in the interwebs. And uh, I've got a great site. I have to say the design is unique and different, which is very rare within the internet these days. It's, it's really cool. It uh, is it's very flowy and nice. So hats off to you guys. Better and good. Any yeah. any other plugs you'd like to let the people know about?
3: Calexo is currently available, available throughout LA. Uh, and we're looking to expand in Northern California and San Diego shortly. Uh, if you get a chance, add your email address to our mailing list. And uh, we'll let you know when so uh, comes to a dispensary
1: near you. I just hope everybody's uh, happy and comfortable at home and safe. I think that's a good good thing to wish everyone right now. So as usual, this show is brought to you by Shuggies. S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S. You can find us at Shuggies.com. Our website has been revamped a little bit and it's a little easier to order online. We've got a number of new dispensaries out there. So go out and find Shuggies at a dispensary near you. Ken, um, Brandon, I'd really like to say thank you very much. And thank you for getting me a couple of Calexos, um with your car bound courier. And uh, I really appreciate it. And it's delicious. So everyone out there, go get yourself a Colexo and have a great evening and stay safe. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so
4: much. See you soon. Bye bye.